welcome to a new episode of the brand called you i am arini and i'm with ashutosh garg and today we are discussing how to start a business if the thought of starting your own business and being your own boss has ever crossed your mind this episode is for you hello sir hi arini so is there a right time or age to start a business so let me quote from colonel sanders you know the guy who founded Kentucky fried chicken when he was in his mid 60s and he said believe dream try succeed age no bar so therefore uh, there is no real age when you want to start a business started when whenever you have a good idea and whenever you have the drive or the determination to see your idea through to fruition you started when you were i started gardening when i was 46 right i have known people who have started in their 50s and of course uh, a lot of people start in their 20s right and coincidentally i was thinking you started when you were 46 and i started when i was 23 there you are half so, age half age so uh once you take the decision of starting a business how important is it to have the support of your family uh in in the entire process so you remember that your family is has the greatest amount of stake in your success and when things go right they are the people who will applaud you the most when things don't go right they are the people who stand by you the most right your family never abandons you uh, when they when you have trouble and uh, they are also don't overshadow you when you are succeeding they are only standing by the sidelines and applauding so it's very critical for you to be have a buy in from your family now family is at different stages so when you are 23 24 years old you need support of your parents uh, your siblings um, when you are older and you're married you certainly need the support of your wife or your spouse and when you are older and you got grown up uh, children then you definitely need the support of your children because they are the biggest stakeholders in your success or failure a lot of people start their business thinking that i'm going to be my own boss mm-hmm. so how is an entrepreneur's life different from a professional's life is it uh, is it is it drastically different do you always be your own boss when you when you turn an entrepreneur so as we were discussing a little while ago you really are never your own boss because you're always working for somebody and that somebody could be an employer if you're an employee in a company um if you're a businessman then you're personally you're probably working for uh people who invested in your company um you're working for your creditors you're working for your employees so you're all working all the time the difference uh, between working for somebody and being your own boss is that when you are your own boss the entire success and uh, conversely the entire failure uh, is towards your account um and in one of my books i have written uh, which is titled the buck stops here which is a title that is often misused by a lot of people to say that i'm the guy who finally uh, buck stops on my table because i take the final decision i've said that the buck stops on the table of the person who has to find money at the end of the month 
to pay salaries to all the people who are dependent on the entrepreneur. So uh, there is really no difference in terms of the careers as we are taking. One is you know in a large company where you're moving up the ladder. One is uh, as an entrepreneur. But on a lighter note, again, I have often said that as an entrepreneur, you have uh, every right to select whatever 18 hours of the day you want to work in every 24 hours. There is no concept of holidays, there is no concept of weekends, and there is no concept of saying I want to take a day off because you're on duty or, or working literally 24 by 7. Right. Uh, so. So when you actually take the plunge, uh, it's no secret that it's going to be full of challenges. Correct. So how do you prep yourself for those challenges? Well, I think, you know, prep, uh, the first and most important prep that you would have is to make sure that you know the business that you're going to get into. Okay. I think that's the first and most critical thing. Because uh, if you have a certain romance about uh, an idea, and you are not willing to go into tremendous detail or tremendous understanding mm. about that idea, mm. then you're doomed to uh, failing because you haven't done enough hard work. Right. The second thing is you've got to make sure that whatever is your idea is put down in paper into a business plan and we have spoken about business planning mm. um, so that you have charted out your course properly right. with the bite-sized milestones uh, and we've also discussed that while it's very good to dream and dream really big, uh, when it comes to what you want to achieve in the next week and the next one, uh, one month and next one year, uh, it's better to be realistic. So don't go to sleep uh, every night saying that tomorrow morning I'm going to be a unicorn. There are many, many steps and many uh, difficult paths that a unicorn startup entrepreneur goes through before he or she reaches that milestone. So make sure that you've got your business plan, you've got the right idea, and then most important is that you have the resources. And what are the resources? Resources are basically money and people. So you must have adequate money. Uh, you don't need to uh, have huge sums of money lying in the bank because that will certainly lead to wastage of the money. Um, but you need to have enough money so that you are able to implement your own dream. And more importantly, you need to have the right people who uh, buy into your dream and who are willing to stand by you as you start rolling out your own business. Right. So when I take the uh, plunge and I have uh, started, uh, started my career mm -hmm. at, uh, as an entrepreneur, uh, uh, is there... Is, is, is there a way that I, I, I continue doing my professional job and while being an entrepreneur? So is there ever a term called, called part-time entrepreneur? Um, you know, when you are wanting to start something, for a little while, you may want to hedge your bets and say, I have uh, the luxury of a salary coming in from my job. And in a few months, once I'm absolutely certain that I want to go uh, into that particular venture, I will move over. But in the long run, and when I say long run, I mean even a period of one year, mm. you cannot be a part-time employee and you cannot be a part-time entrepreneur. Right. Because if you want to be a part-time employee, mm. your employer will not accept it. 
you know, yeah. and if you're at work and your attention is getting diverted all the time mm -hmm. with your uh, entrepreneurship venture, mm -hmm. uh, you will be caught out very quickly. Right. When you're in your entre entrepreneurship venture, and if you're constantly trying to figure out how do I keep my boss happy where I'm working, okay. then your venture will right. uh, suffer. So sooner than later, you have to take a call. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be your own boss, you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to jump ship and give your entire time to your business. Right. That reminds me of an employee we once had. He was, uh, he, he was working as a designer and he was also running a gym mm -hmm. and a cloth, clothesline factory. And he was running another coupon kind of uh, business on the side. I don't know how that ended up uh, on the business yeah. side for him. It, it didn't definitely did not end well at the at the job side. So anyway, we, we had we had a driver um, mm -hmm. who used to work with us from uh, eight in the morning till six in the evening, okay. and then he used to go and drive uh, a taxi wow. from seven p.m. to eleven p.m. Okay. The result was that uh, he was not being able to perform as a driver because he would sleep throughout the day right. and he wasn't able to drive a taxi because if he got a little late at work mm -hmm. then uh, his taxi work would suffer so you're suggesting that you know you you pick one and you put yeah, right. all your efforts into making that so, a success this is one time when i always say you've got to put all your eggs in one basket <laughs> right so when you start how do you plan your funds uh, so what are the key steps i know we have talked at length uh, and you might want to check one of those episodes. But then what are the key steps that one must take while planning the funds? So, you know, Arneet, uh, most entrepreneurs when they start don't have enough money, which is how the term bootstrapping has come. Into it. That, you know, you uh, tighten up your boots and uh, try and see how you can manage it as little money as possible. But you definitely need some money. You know, you cannot say that I've got a great idea and uh, now someone will come and give me some money. Okay. So therefore you need to have some money. Um, I have generally seen when uh, you have support of your family, mm -hmm. uh, you generally end up getting some money from family and friends. And uh, that should be enough to establish whether your uh, idea, which you're going to pilot in the first six, eight months, is the right one. Once you've got that, then there are many, many ways to uh, raise money. You know, you could uh, ask friends to come in a little more aggressively. Mm -hmm. You could go to angel investors. You could, once your business is large enough, you could go to private equity investors. Um, if you've got a brick and mortar business or you're setting up a factory, you could go to loan to, to banks for loans. So there are many, many funding uh, tools available. The most difficult part is to get over the first two, two and a half years when you're first funding your idea and then taking the uh, your idea to its fruition and into the market. Okay. Right. Um, you also mentioned uh, that it's, it's very important to have good people working with you. So how should I go about my first hire? Because uh, what valid proposition can I give to the prospective employees? So, you know, again, uh, in your first set of employees are really um, your biggest stakeholders. 
because they're people who have actually taken that leap of faith and have decided they want to work with you. The day your uh, business is growing well and you're offering careers, etc., many, many more people will come. Therefore, it's a, uh, an answer in two parts. You know, one is that you've got, you've got to get people who are committed, um, who will stay with you, etc. And second, they are the people who have bought into your dream and they recognize the long-term benefits they will get uh, by uh, staying with the entrepreneur because certainly uh, they will not get very, very high sums of money because the entrepreneur himself or herself is bootstrapping their, their uh, business. Correct. So uh, very often uh, the first two or three people uh, become like co-founders, right. right? Because uh, a co-founder basically means that uh, that individual is willing to spend as much time as you, right, right? Uh, in the business. Um, and then you start to get people who you start to attract with either a, a small salary, but maybe a little bit of stock options, mm. um, or with the excitement of what can come up in the next 12 months, mm. or uh, with a technology which is so new that they themselves are very excited about the technology. Right. So the first four or five or six people that you get into a company mm. are the people with whom your emotional attachment is the greatest. Um, your uh, personal connect with them is the greatest and they are the people who stand by you. As the company grows, it's these first set of people uh, who start to get to get disillusioned the most because the five, six people who the entrepreneur was spending all their time with mm. suddenly now has 100 people working and these four or five or six people who are there initially start to feel they're not getting the amount of time that the entrepreneur was supposed to give. Right. So then they start to get disillusioned. Right. So that is why you see in most startups, the first team of uh, people generally leaves um, yes. because they say that we don't want to continue working because we no longer have the same atmosphere of a family, etc. etc. So okay. very important to manage your first set of employees very, very well. So I think if they stay, I think it's an add-on in certain ways uh, but uh, you also mentioned earlier not in this uh, in this conversation that it is very important to have a strong management team uh, to take your startup forward so your thoughts on that so you know uh, an entrepreneur starts uh, his or her business with a lot of passion right, with a lot of drive but no entrepreneur has the capability to be able to give expertise in every single area that is required to build a company. So if an entrepreneur is, is a tech person, then that individual needs a strong person for finance, needs a strong person for marketing, and needs a strong person for human resources. Um, if there is someone who's very good in marketing, then you need someone who's very strong in technology. So it is this set of people who are strong in their own domains and have enough domain knowledge who are needed by every entrepreneur. And these are not too many people. It could be three or four people or five people at best um, who are part of the top management team who are able to support the entrepreneur. And more importantly, it is this set of people who should also be strong enough to be able to push back the entrepreneur 
when the individual is suddenly getting too many ideas and wanting to do too many different things and it's a good management team a strong management team that stops the entrepreneur and says we're going off track let's stick to our knitting and let's keep doing what we should be doing so uh, an, a strong management team is absolutely critical for any entrepreneur to succeed thank you so much i uh, hope you have learned a lot about how to be your own boss and start your own business thank you and see you later thank you for listening to the brand called you podcast be sure to visit tbcy.in to join the conversation access show notes and discover fantastic bonus content you can follow us on youtube twitter facebook and instagram simply search for the brand called you thank you and see you next week